Okay, can we can we please start the podcast, please? Can we please start stop talking about the damn cookies? So Kexi.com? You're talking about Kexi.com? Yeah, but you, luckily nobody knows how to spell Kexi. No, you can. It's K-E-K-S-I. What is it? K-E-K-S-I dot com. The best Christmas cookies you can have in it. It, I, they have a, cook, a Christmas cookie, Glenn, with an entire peppermint patty in the middle of it. Oh, so, I, so good. Uh, All right, anyway. Get out of here, Pat. See you later, Pat. We don't want you on the show until at least maybe an hour into it. Um, <laughs> today's show is uh, is great. Uh, the podcast you're going to love from start to finish because we don't care. Yeah, right. It's the end of the year for right. us. And there's some really big stuff, too, that you know we talk about, like this Kennedy thing. What the White House said yesterday is unbelievable about the Kennedy assassination. We get to that and so much more in today's podcast. Here it is. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. So, I don't know uh, if this is too incriminating for the CIA and the FBI, but um, remember we told you last week that Thursday, all of these JFK documents are supposed to be released. Now, they were supposed to be released in the 1990s. Then... Reagan said, no, we're going to give it another 20 years. Now, what, what would Reagan have anything to do with it in the 1990s? What do you, what do you mean? Was, did he say this in the 90s? Or are you yeah. saying he you're saying it was... No, so, in the 1990s, during his... Uh, this uh, is where I'm, I think I'm falling down no, here. He, he, was he, it 82 or 92? He'd be done in 89. So, president. Yeah, was, so I think it was must have been 82. And he comes out and he said, these should be sealed for another 20 years. Hmm. Um, and so then they, I think it was George Bush, and he said they should be sealed again until 2019 and uh, or 2017. And the, the Trump said Trump made they, a big deal about it. Yeah, they should be released. He didn't issue an executive order on it. He just said they should be released. It was Joe Biden that came out and said they should be released. And they said, because of COVID, we need extra time. And he said, you got a year. It's an extra that time. Year, it's been 50 yeah, years. I know. <laughs> uh, so the extra year expired yesterday. And when they mm. didn't release them, the White House had to say either you release them or buy more time. So there's about 5,000 documents that are left. Okay. The CIA vetoed. Now, this means that the, the head guy of the CIA from Kennedy on knows what's in these documents. Pompeo knows what's in these documents. OK, uh-huh. they are going to this is this. Listen to this. These will remain classified at least until next at least until next year, according to the White House memo, quote, to protect against an identifiable harm to the military defense, intelligence operations, law enforcement, and the conduct of foreign relations that is of such gravity that it outweighs the public interest in disclosure. That's such bull crap. Come on. I don't think so. Come on. I don't think so. There's 
Here's look. What here's, danger are we in? Okay, here is the fifty years later. We are not in danger. Sixty years later, we are not in danger. They are in danger. Right. Yes. So that much is true. Here yes. is the. Here is the. I think the the nicest way to look at this that Lee Harvey Oswald was, and we have pretty good evidence that Lee Harvey Oswald was. Um, a CIA operative on other things, and they were involved in uh, trying to overthrow Cuba. And the most, the nicest way to look at this for the CIA, giving them all the benefit of the doubt, is they had no idea that Oswald was going to do this, and it was the biggest intelligence um, failure in the history of our nation. Okay, but we're so used to intelligence failures now. That's not enough to stop it. Mm-hmm. Okay, the worst case scenario is that this was a CIA operation. This was coordinated through our Justice Department and our CIA. CIA operating here in the United States. But see, that's not even that bad because that's fifty years ago. They're doing it now, and people don't seem to care. Mm-hmm. So what is it that our government was doing? Because I personally believe the way they are setting this up, you know, it doesn't make conspiracy theories go away. It makes it worse. When they come out, it's one thing to say, we're going to hold them back. Then you speculate. It's another to say, I'm going to hold them back to protect against an identifiable harm to the military defense, intelligence operations, law enforcement, and the conduct of foreign relations that is of such gravity that it outweighs the public interest in disclosure. It's a remarkable statement. That's a remarkable statement. That means it is so massive that it would affect everything today. What could that be? What could that be? Certainly not going to tamp down conspiracy theories, that's for sure. No. I mean, for the first time in my life, I believe, yeah, I think the CIA did was involved in killing him. I never believed that. Never. You believe it or you're suspicious of it? I, I can find I could find myself right. believing it. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't be hard to push me into that. Not that I would say I die on that until I have the evidence. But I was I was as sure as you could be without saying I'd stake my life on it. I was as sure as I could be that Oswald was alone. Right. I'm not sure. Mm. He may have been alone. I don't I don't believe the shooter in the trees and all of that stuff, but I I have no idea anymore. And I'm not sure that Jack Ruby was just a guy that was so upset he came and shot him. I do believe that looks like a cover up now. And it always has. But mm-hmm. mm, with this statement, if they say this 50 years later, <laughs> what could they it be? absolutely killed him. I always think, too, one of the reasons why I'm, I've been a little suspicious of the, 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 the standard theory here is that Arlen Specter was involved in investigating it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Arlen Specter sucked so yeah, badly so bad. that he couldn't have possibly done something right in his life. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I, it is, a, it is amazing to me. It is amazing. That's an incredible statement. On, on, incredible. Last night on Tucker Carlson, he obviously has some inside information of some sort, 
And he said that his source said that everything you think you know is wrong. Hmm. Right. Uh, wow. Just overall or just with JFK? With JFK. Okay. Now, now think about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. This makes what the CIA and intelligence and justice did to Donald Trump a much more plausible because they didn't kill him, but they they killed his presidency. They colluded to kill his president, to stop him because he was going to do something that they said cannot be done. You cannot, we cannot have him do whatever it is. And I think it starts with the Paris uh, Accords. Um, but it makes that baby stuff compared to stopping a president by killing him. Mm-hmm. It's also one of those things that we always believe these things are in the past, right? We yeah, always look not. back at history they're and are not. like, oh, well, there's this really shady activity going on in the government. Thank they're God we got st- that cleaned up. They're still doing it. Pompeo knows what this is. He had to. He was the one who says, no, don't release him in his term. So Pompeo knows what this is. If you're not willing to expose it, then you're not you're not cleaning it up. You're not stopping it. Do we know what agency Rafael Cruz worked for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's man. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Makes yeah. It, the yeah. one yeah. ultimately right. responsible. Let's mm-hmm. uh, let's make let's sure find we that out. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> that crazy. What a weird time. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's uh, that's fascinating. It's crazy. I, I, you, like okay, let's go to the the worst case scenario here for a second. I, God, we don't even know what it is. We don't even know what it is. Let's say somehow the CIA is involved in the actual murder planning. Like and they they were actually like the, we have evidence, mm-hmm. and that's what's in these files is why they keep not avoiding releasing them. Would you advocate they get released? Should we know that? Because I mean, I think yeah, there's an argument so. to be made with with if that's true, that statement has some merit, right? Like you'd say. Wait a minute. If if our law enforcement murdered a president, mm-hmm. what would that do to society? What would that do to all sorts of? Well, different- it would expose it would expose what they're doing currently. Yeah. You know why? Why out of all the names that have to be wiped off of buildings, how come the J. F. Hoover, or the uh, <laughs> Edgar J. Hoover. Uh, Edgar, Edgar Hoover mm-hmm. um, building is still named <laughs> after J. Edgar Hoover? That's a good point. I mean, the even the left. You know, said, tried to smear him by saying he was a, you know, he was transgender. You know, he was dressing up and whatever. Uh, you know, now that's like a reason to keep the name on yeah, the that's building. that's probably why they want to take it off. But that guy, we have presidents who have said they were afraid of what he would expose. We have them on the record. And yet his name's still on there. Oh. Why? Is that a warning to people who are at the highest levels, look, we really haven't changed all that much. I mean, with this statement, by the way, the conduct of foreign relations that is such gravity that it outweighs the public interest. Yeah. So was Russia involved? No. Was Cuba? I mean, are we worried about the Cuban relationship? I mean, I know Biden is, but but what could that possibly be? We had a guy on who was high up in the CIA, was part of the planning of Bay of Pigs. And he was on, what, about a year ago. 
and he's like this brilliant 80 year old guy. Um, and he said, uh, oh, yeah, the, the, I mean, CIA was all over the uh, Oswald thing. The, their f- fingerprints are all over that. Absolutely. And everybody who was in the CIA at the time knew. I'm like, mm. wait, what? Wait, what did you the, just say? Did you say the Oswald thing? Is that, <laughs> is that how you is that yeah. how you referred to this moment? This is a, such an amazing thing, too, because tonight at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, and it will be on the Blaze TV and also my YouTube page, youtube.com slash Glenn Beck. You will see an auction of many of these items. I mean, you, you're going to see I'm going to take you through a vault of uh, of the American Heritage um, auction house. They have 200,000 square feet of things that they're auctioning off. It's crazy. And I just take you to this one auction where Sputnik is for sale, um, a piece of the seat that that JFK was killed in the car with his blood stains on it. God, um, uh, uh, Jack Ruby's uh, wallet and it's kind of dark. It's kind of dark. I gotta <laughs> say, not, I don't think I want to. Oh, I'm not that. sure I'd have that in my house. Yeah. Hey, oh, no, look it, at this. No, but it's amazing <laughs> history. The flag, the is. flag it's, from the uh, from the limousine. Um, Our Christmas centerpiece is part of the brain. <laughs> like I feel like it is a little. Some of it can get dark. It's amazing, but it's for history museums. I for mean, it history, makes a lot of sense. it's crazy. Yeah, and I'll show it all to you. Um, they have uh, they have the phone that he was making phone calls to Marilyn Monroe on mm. at Bing Crosby's. Uh, it's a red, white, and blue phone made just for him, so it could be secure. Um, he was supposed to stay at Frank Sinatra's house. And uh, uh, J. Edgar Hoover said, you can't do that. You can't do that. He's involved with the mob. You cannot do that. And so he's like, I want to go to Palm Springs. I got a hot girl out there. I got to see. And Bing Crosby said, stay in my house. (laughs) And so they put this phone next to his bed. And that's that was the phone call. I mean, it's amazing, incredible, and incredible. You you can see all this stuff and see it all happen on the show tonight, right? Yeah, and you can see I bid on. Many things, uh, <laughs> many things. Did I get any of them or not? You'll see tonight. Um, and of course, we, we'd love you to uh, subscribe to Blaze TV to check it out. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. However, you can also check it out for free on YouTube if that's uh, your choice. Uh, check it out. YouTube.com slash Glenn Beck. And that airs tonight. By the way, also airing tonight on Stu Does America, the Christmas Twist, the greatest Christmas movie of all time, starring oh Glenn gosh. Beck, Pat Gray, so many others. An incredible Jeffy. Mm. You know, okay, so mm-hmm. this one was made with like $45 in gum. Well, not, uh, we did not have a $45. That is false. Yeah, so we did okay, not have $45 right. to spend on this movie. I am going to fund a real Hallmark movie. Like a Hallmark-style movie. Yeah, in the next year, I want to do a real Hallmark movie, but I want... We've got to find a way to where we have we let the audience know we're with you. We know they're going to get together. But you could see the first, you know, 45. Well, OK, $30 uh, version of that. The Christmas twist uh, tonight uh, at eight o'clock only on Blaze TV. How dare you disparage that p- fine piece of art? <laughs> Think of what the auction. It is a piece of something. It is. <laughs> This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. So a decade ago, a decade ago, I wrote a book about becoming George Washington. 
I had the audacity to begin the book by saying, my name is Glenn Beck and I am George Washington. Oh my gosh, what is that? What? It's, I said that because I believe everyone has the potential for his kind of greatness to become an indispensable man or woman. Today, I want to talk to you about a different George. This George lives in Bedford Falls, and we see him almost every Christmas. Hello, my name is Glenn Beck, and I am George Bailey. I'm nothing special. I'm average. I'm flawed. I'm fallible. I'm emotional. Mm, I'm fat. I'm awkward. And I have dreams that I will never achieve. I got that in spades, man. I am George Bailey. But I believe you are George Bailey as well. This is what makes this movie so incredibly relatable because George Bailey could be any of us and I contend is all of us. Like many of us, George Bailey's life full of events he found challenging, oftentimes demeaning, personally unfulfilling. And even though he's willing to sacrifice his own happiness for the good of others, that is, in today's life, in today's world, heroic. He does it, and he moves on. Now, if Netflix made this film today, uh, George would leave Bedford Falls and pursue his dreams, and with the help of a gay sidekick angel, obviously of another race, he would find the power within some organization that would help him overcome the evil old white man Potter and discover his fully realized self, and he would identify as some sort of an animal. But the original George Bailey from the Capra film, he's who we really are. I don't care what race you are. I don't care what background you have. I don't care where you are. You could be absolutely right now at the end of your rope, and you are hearing this, by what you would think is a coincidence. You're ready to give up. You're ready. I can't do it anymore. And yet you're hearing this. George Bailey is not a hero because he built the skyscrapers and the bridges of his youthful dreams. He thought he was a failure because of that. He was a hero because of the daily sacrifices he made for his family, the building and loan customers, not the business, the customers the town of Bedford Falls. He even sacrifices his own moment of sadness and depression to dive into the water and save Clarence, the angel, who he believes is drowning. Clarence shows George that while the price he paid for living his principles may have been costly, he was the one man who could pay it. He was the one man who could stand against the great tide of evil. Remember, this isn't just a story of a guy who makes a difference in people's lives. This is the guy who stood against evil. Remember what the town became? George may be a reluctant hero, but it was his moral character that sets him on a path of virtuous sacrifice. Very Christ-like qualities. 
Thoreau writes that the masses are leading lives of quiet desperation. But what you in this audience have proved to me, and I hope you prove it to yourself, is that thousands of people just like you, just like George Bailey, are living lives of quiet inspiration. It's you and millions like you who every day, being George Bailey, live your principles. And in turn, that's what makes life wonderful. Living a life of honor and integrity and humility It's not going to make you millions of dollars. It's not going to result in your name being splashed across movie posters. But you will earn something far more enduring. The respect of those who who care, you care about, and they care about you the most. So let me say something incredibly arrogant. Hello, my name is Glenn Beck, and I am George Bailey. And just like George Washington, I am the leader of men. I am fearless. I am the person others will aspire to be for generations. I am an indispensable man. Oh my gosh, how could he possibly say that? Because I believe you are too. So go ahead for just a second. Instead of thinking... Oh my gosh, he's so arrogant for saying what I just said. Say them out loud yourself with me. Say them out loud yourself. Do you even have the guts to say these things out loud? This is the season of belief. Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe that you make a difference, a big difference? Because you do. And if you happen to be one of those people that are listening by accident and you're like you know the world would be better without me say these things out loud because you are just as essential as george bailey i know you are because i have an understanding of what you have accomplished over the years so repeat after me my name is state your name and i am george bailey And just like George Washington, I am the leader of men. I am fearless. I am the person others will aspire to be for generations. And I know that I am an indispensable man. Say that. Say that every day. Say that until you believe it. And believe me. You say that every day, you will believe that. But you also have to see that everybody else has the same potential. So Merry Christmas, Bedford Falls and Dallas and Wichita and Orlando and Bismarck. Merry Christmas to even you, New York and Los Angeles. Merry Christmas to those who identify as Republicans or a Democrat or an Independent. Merry Christmas to liberals and conservatives. And happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or winter solstice. But mostly Merry Christmas. Because this is the holiday that reminds us of how valuable we really are as individuals. 
This holiday reminds us that God himself came down and sacrificed himself and his son to redeem us, not reimagine us, not fundamentally transform us, but to redeem us, to clean us up. God himself saw us as worthy of redeeming, not changing, redeeming each of us uniquely children of God. Say that out loud. I am a son or daughter of God. We will throw around or all children of God. But have you actually understood what you're really saying? I am a son or daughter of God with all of the royal heritage and holy pedigree made in his image. May I ask that over the next few weeks? Will you make a covenant? Can we get together and use this holiday to begin the process of seeing ourselves for who we really are? Because if we do, we will change the way we relate to people. And we will also understand our own inherent power. We are truly citizens of a much higher kingdom. We are noblemen and noble women, gentlemen and gentle ladies who God cares about and is constantly sending an angel to dive in before we jump into the river ourselves. And he does that as a way to remind us of who we really are and how much value you actually hold. If you were somebody that was standing at that bridge in your mind. I'm your fat Clarence. You are indispensable. And we have amazing work to do. It's going to be an honor to serve with you. Find joy and belief in the season. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. So, Patrick Gray is joining us from Pat Gray Unleashed. Love um, that show. And, uh, great show. And who won more in trivia today, by the way? Hmm? Who won oh, more in trivia. Uh, let me think. Uh, the Vikings. The Vikings. Uh, oh, what's yeah. the record on more on trivia? I think we're six and six right now. Oh, really? Ooh, Would man. you be above yeah. six and six if you had picked the Philadelphia Eagles to beat the New York Giants? Yes. So I'm sure I understand yeah. that. <laughs> Eagles are 12 and one. It's interesting you chose that specific game because, you know, I, we've lost six times. So it's interesting you picked the Philadelphia game. Uh, hey. So um, <laughs> can I tell you something? I was, in a, I was in a meeting yesterday, speaking of football, just for a second. Um, this company comes. And they make first aid kits, really <laughs> top shelf first aid kits. And they're like, we've reinvented the Band-Aid. And I'm like, what? And they're like, we've reinvented the Band-Aid. And they're showing all this incredible stuff. And the Band-Aid, they said, um, you've actually probably seen this. Um, the the, the Band-Aid strip that we use is actually we developed uh, something. And I said, not the strips on the arms of the NFL players. And they looked at me like crazy. And I, and I said, 
I'm sorry, what, what, what? And they're like, yeah, no, that's it. We just didn't expect you to know that. <laughs> uh, and mm. I mean, it was amazing. Here's a so group of guys here in America. Have those long things. Those that, long things that go yeah. on their elbows, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. They had them and they were watching, um, and they're big fans of football, and they were watching and they saw that the strips they used to have would kind of peel off and they'd start to come, you know, come off during the game. Right. And I was just saying to Rafe as we were watching a game, I said, what kind of strips are those that stay, yeah, that can athlete. take that pounding mm-hmm. and stay? Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, uh, I, well, anyway, I don't know why I even told you that story. It has no <laughs> ending. It doesn't even have a point, which usually is uh-huh. the key to good stories. I mean, I, mm-hmm. anyway, go ahead, play it. Go ahead, play it. No, I know the Hall of Fame thing is coming, Stu. I see it in your eyes. Go ahead. (laughs) And there you have it. Another example of why Glenn Beck is in the Radio Hall of Fame. And there you have it. Cut with a spoon-style fork. (laughs) Cut with a spoon-style fork. What is? What is a spoon style fork what would you call something like that i don't know i mean spork, <sighs> spork would make sense <laughs> although sense. in the context of a yeah. i think it was a steak shut up. commercial <laughs> shut up oh, people eat steak with shut a up. spork you could cut it with a spoon style fork i think the point was all right would could, somebody would you send somebody to my office get the hall of fame award and uh, i just want to set it right here get theirs as well and they can set theirs right in front uh, of them why are you trying to injure the hall of fame reputation (laughs) (laughs) okay so uh anyway so so uh pat we've been talking the last few days what the biggest story of the year has been and we think that it you know most likely is roe versus wade oh yeah uh being Being overturned yeah yeah but, uh, so are you alleging that that will be deemed by the news services? The oh, no, no, the year? no. Flying crap about what no, they're they saying. Don't. Did you see what's happening with the news people? Uh, all the news people that are now going in and saying, uh, mm. uh, Elon Musk, he can't do that. Oh, he's, yeah. the, mm-hmm. the, the, he's banning reporters. Incredible. He can't do that. May I just say, Bowie, who is one of my favorite producers of all time, she spent her time uh, overnight after she saw that. And she was like, <laughs> and uh, she put together a little montage here of the same reporters and the same kind of reporters and what they said when Jack was banning people. Listen. Because Twitter is a private company, experts say the removal of the president for violating their rules is not a violation of the First Amendment. Twitter is absolutely allowed to silence the president, as is any other social media platform that can make their own rules. Judge James Donato noted that Twitter is a private company not bound by the First Amendment. The First Amendment only protects us from government censorship, not censorship by private entities. In this case, Twitter is a private entity. So the First Amendment really has no bearing at all. Look, Twitter's a private company. You mentioned the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they want. They can make something stricter than the First Amendment, and it's a private company. <laughs> so Noah at least notes this is a private company. We hear a lot of free speech arguments here. This is not the government doing this. This is Twitter, a private company uh, doing this. Twitter is a private company. It is absolutely up to them 
uh, as to what content they put up on their website and what they what they don't. Twitter's a private company. <laughs> they can ban uh, anybody they want. Huh. Twitter is a private company. Facebook is a private company. Google and YouTube mm-hmm. are private companies. They have the right to control what sort of content uh, is is on their platform. Twitter has rules. They're a private company. Um, you know, there are fancy restaurants that make a gentleman wear a, sh- a coat and tie, but they fancy. have a right to have rules. Twitter has rules. Twitter is a private company. It has terms and conditions of use. And if you violate those terms and conditions, you can be suspended temporarily or permanently as they have done now. Huh. That's wow. weird. So the hmm. right now the media is uh, is saying that because they reported his location his physical location and the physical location of his plane while in transit. And he was being harassed. And, and being big time children. harassed. Yes. And, yeah. harassed. and his children yeah. being followed. Yeah. That, that he's banned them because of that. And uh, I just like to remind them, Twitter is a private company. <laughs> and the First Amendment does not go to private companies. By the way, I bunch of bullcrap. I tend to agree with that analysis. In fact, I do think that both Jack and Elon can uh, ban whoever the hell they want. There is a platform. slight addendum to that, yeah. sort of. Yeah, I agree you with know? that. Unless they are in bed with the federal right. government. If the federal yeah. government yes. is doing it and they're getting involved, that's a totally different yeah. situation. Correct. Um, and we've obviously now uncovered a good amount of evidence that that was going on. Wow. Uh, which, of course, they also denied at the time. You could build another And they montage. still deny. They, they still, deny. still deny. Well, they don't even, they act as if the Twitter files never, never even happened. were released. Never happened. Can, I mean, can you think about, think of like all the big corporate scandals over the years. When the media can sink their teeth into all private communications from a company they love that's what they do with enron remember mm. they got all those communications mm-hmm. from enron they're a burn baby burn and they went through and they analyzed every single one of them they did report after report after report after report they love looking into how executives are talking to each other this they have no interest in it at all no interest mm-hmm. and it's probably the biggest story or the biggest uh impact the company that had one of the biggest impacts in the decade and they have no oh, yeah. interest in any none none the other thing they won't touch is tiktok's uh, chinese chinese connections and well, that they, it's a chinese spy platform that know? is starting to change though i mean now even nancy pelosi has apparently put the tiktok ban into this Let's co- hope coming so. bill it should be banned from government agencies for sure i mean i mean shouldn't it look you could argue i think very clearly that it should be banned period yeah period like they talk about this the security experts talk about tiktok that it is taking not only just the stuff you're doing on tiktok but all of your keystrokes from your phone it's going basically directly to the chinese communist party Mm -hmm. you are in you are insane to have this thing on your phone and you know what you tell a young person that they don't care they don't care Oh, well, what am I doing? Well, I mean, forget about like, yeah, yeah, look, are you, first of all, your banking passwords, all all of anything you're doing, if they're taking keystrokes, they have all of that. What could they do with that? I don't know. Would they target you? Maybe not. You know, but the other thing you have to think about, maybe, first of all, maybe, but secondly, like the other thing you have to think about is like, what about a giant cloudburst style release where all of your private communications just get released all at once for everyone? Do you want that? Is because, that the worst case scenario you can think of? I mean, we could go into all sorts of. Because uh, why are national, they doing it? Why are they doing it? Well, they, you know, they 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 talk about trying to influence uh, the 
a conversation here. They yeah, talk that's about a national side, that's sec- a side benefit. National security concerns. Side benefit. Um, uh, you know, they don't have Google. Yeah. Why is Google free? Google was free to gather intelligence and patterns, not mm-hmm. for the government, but for artificial intelligence. Mm. So they have all of that information on the Chinese, but they don't have anything on the West and Chinese and Western. They we all think we think radically differently. So they are gathering all of this information primarily to be able to um, create AI that can ultimately control the West. Brilliant, really. It's brilliant. Brilliant. It's brilliant. I I will say the and I agree with you. That's a that's a much bigger societal concern. But every person, every teenager you talk to, hey, should you have this on your phone? They don't care about that. They don't. They might very well care about all of their communications to their friends, all the things they've texted about their friends being released and accessible to every person on the planet, though. And that is, in theory, a possibility. It could happen. It could happen. And, you know, the Chinese Communist Party has a a little bit of a pattern of desiring chaos in this country. I don't know if anyone's noticed that. Oh, yeah. uh, so <laughs> would it be a chaotic situation isn't if something it, like that happened? Isn't it weird? That's one of the things that I, I said for years. The operative word when this all starts to hit will be chaos. Mm-hmm. How many times do you hear people describing everything that's going on as absolute chaos? A lot. They are trying to create chaos. Yeah. It's crazy. Yep. It is. I mean, it is nuts. Mm-hmm. Um the um, the other thing, though, about this is what you said about nobody seems to care youth. I, I know people who are adults that have it and don't care. I know people. I mean, we, we talked about depression the other day. Do you know, Pat, that African-Americans, the suicide rate is up 53 percent? Wow. 53 percent. Okay, and these are all measured from about the time of the iPhone. We have done mass experiments on this society and on our children. We've we have no idea the ramifications of all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And we also know that it is changing the way we think. It is helping make us suicidal. Um, It is having our kids not really talk and know how to talk to one another. We know that China is after the information. We know our own government is in on this information. Mm -hmm. We know it's indoctrination. And yet we still give it to them. For what? Lip syncing Mm -hmm. videos. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously. You know, what would you do if they if you didn't have those though? What, where would you be? Oh, I'm going to change with your life. I, I met with the uh, yeah. I met with the Glenbeck.com team yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they do the social. And I said I uh, want to change my social feeds next year. We'll still do all the stuff we do, but I want to put out because TikTok in China is all about the incredible things that. Chinese kids are doing we mm-hmm. we our algorithm for our country is for <laughs> stupid <laughs> yep their algorithm mm-hmm. brings to the top the brilliant 
And uh, so I've been searching for brilliant things. And I just want to change my feed into that. So more you know, of that stuff, yeah. More of that stuff. Even mm. have you have you have you done this? Uh, I was really down the other day, and my wife was really down. So I just started looking for just babies laughing, <laughs> and I just started <laughs> sending them to her. They are they that will make you feel so good. Yeah. It's just these little infants <laughs> laughing. And it's hysterical. I mean, we can use these things. Unfortunately, we're not. But yeah. we can use them to be to do good. Na, na, na.